The We Think Collective podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. We Think Collective is also supported by May May Jewelry in Atwater Village. For 15% off your order, enter promo code WTC podcast at maymayjewelry.com. That's M-A-E-M-A-E jewelry.com. Tim's got that perfect radio voice. Maybe we should ask him to rap our intro. But does Tim even rap? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> hey, Tim, you want to give it a try? Sit back and relax your mind. You're tuned in to a good time. Unwind. Maybe spark one up. Because these chicks are random as fuck. Conversations as real as their asses. So listen up, men. Pull out your glasses. No topics taboo. But they ain't rude. Given that real shit without the two. Two ladies tackle the challenge of our time. Exploring the gravity of the feminine mind. Oh, yeah, Tim. <laughs> Get him, Tim. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the We Think Collective podcast with your hosts, Heidi Bach and Rena May. Hello, and welcome to We Think Collective podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Heidi, and this is my co-host. Rena May. Sorry, you guys. I'm just so excited. Like, I'm literally shaking because today's going to be awesome. Why is today going to be awesome? Because Rena? we have the most awesome guest ever. Ever in life. It's so good you had to sing it. <laughs> I had to. Yeah. I'm excited, too. I've met this lady once so far. And I told Rena, well, first of all, we've been talking about meeting her ever since. Like, like it wants to talk kind of rocked our day. world. Yep. We should ask Melissa. Oh, oh, remember that thing that Melissa taught us? We should we should be looking at that. Get the quadrants back out. Get the quadrants yeah, yeah. back out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and more importantly, I was like, I think she may be one of the most entertaining people I've met, like, in life. No pressure. Wow. Wow. I guess I don't need to put the pole in the bedroom then. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. She's paid off the pole, mom and dad. You did. You done good. Um, so let's introduce her. I'm going to let you have the privilege and honor, Rena. Yeah. So I've known Melissa for a while, and I will have to say that the minute I met her, I just knew I had to know her, and she's helped me in my business, help reframe it, help re-energize it, and she's watching me grow. I feel like she's my fairy god feng shui mother, let's call her, (laughs) Um, and it's just, you're such a giver, and I'm so thankful that you have decided to bless me with the gift of you. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Melissa Yamaguchi, everyone. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm honored. I came out. When did we all get together? When did you guys invite me out that time? Was that about a month ago? Yeah. It feels like a month ago, but it probably was longer. It's probably like six months. (laughs) No, it wasn't six months ago. No, like maybe two. It was already 2018. It was already the new year because she gave us the the 2018 reading of Chinese New Year for the... Listen, what I know about energy, just kind of a a quick synopsis, is that, you know, the laws of attraction are at play. And so when you're around people that really resonate at the same vibration as you, it's so easy. You don't even have to think twice. And so I was hanging around you guys and I forgot that I'm like 75 years older. So it was really easy. <laughs> you guys are really, really savvy. You're really smart. You're really bright. You're, you, you, you resonate with all the attributes that I'm attracted to. So it's really easy to all hang out 
And I'm honored. I was tickled to death you guys wanted me to come today. Oh my gosh. It's just really cool. Well, so Melissa Yamaguchi is an energy therapist and a feng shui expert. Is that how you would describe yourself or how would you describe um, yourself? I won't say expert and I'll tell you why because okay. there's so, I mean, this is a 4,000 year old science and okay. I've only been studying it for 20 years. Respect. I've got a lot more studying to do. So I don't mm. think I'll ever master it, okay. but I am definitely a teacher. I teach everything I learn and I mm-hmm. share everything that I know about it. I love that. Oh, what wisdom in that answer even, know, right? right? <laughs> oh, I love you. I feel like I should start speaking like Yoda. Yes. Answers they are. (laughs) (laughs) Please, can from this point forward, can the rest of the podcast please be in um, Yoda? No. Um, Yeah, like we didn't put enough pressure on her before. Now in Yoda. She's never coming back. (laughs) So one of the things that I've always loved about you and respected about you is you have a really dynamic family. And Heidi and I are all about feminine leadership and how to empower feminine leadership. And I think that there's a way and a dynamic in your family. Uh, So Melissa is married to Billy Yamaguchi and they have two beautiful children. Um, And yeah, how do you, if you can share your wisdom on how you've navigated through that for yourself as being, you know, a feminine leader. Um, The the very first the very, very first thing um, that I want to share is that the moment I was fortunate enough to um, get pregnant and maintain the pregnancy, because I lost, I lost, mm. I had seven miscarriages before I ever had my oh, daughter. Wow. Um, the elder of the two. And the minute I was allowed to, you know, have my daughter, have my baby, I determined at that point that every single move I made was going to be um, of releasing eventually this responsible citizen onto the earth so that no matter what happened to me, um, she would always be able to be okay and never be a burden and be able to be self-sustaining and also a contributor. So that was kind of the guiding North Star, along with the fact that um, I also determined that nothing that my husband and I ever did should bring shame to the children because they didn't ask to be born. They came into this world, and so we need to do everything we can to uplift the value of family and the name. So I'm, I, I kind of had these guiding principles going into it. And the whole time I was pregnant, I was talking to them and singing to them. I mean, everything that you read about. But I'm, I, um, I'm determined to leave children behind and release onto the world people who contribute and who um, aren't just taking from other people, whether it's a personal relationship, whether it's the teacher, a boss, a, a neighbor, whoever they come in contact with, they need to contribute constantly contribute. And so that's kind of a principle, a number, one of the number one tenets of the Yamaguchi household. That and mama's always right. Other, <laughs> that, that, those, those, that's what guides us. Right. <laughs> I love that so much. And it's one of the things actually Rena and I were talking about before we came into this, um, in this, in the context of feminine leadership and how, number one, obviously you being kind of an energy therapist and understanding energy, we want to get your take on the dynamics of feminine and masculine energy, you know, not your relative of, of gender. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. But also I think we were talking about the form of leadership that I feel you embody. And like I said, I just met you once, but I got to hear a lot of stories about your family, about your business, which you do with your husband. And it's, it's like a family, almost like a family empire, right? Like your husband's kind of like this superstar um, hairstylist, right? Billy Yamaguchi. Yes. And um, and you are, in some ways, 
serving in a support to him mm-hmm. as him and the star position, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have these two children who even in your answer, when you talk about the where you see your leadership being expressed, so much of it has to do with how you want to support them and set them up. And I was talking to to Rena about how when we're discussing feminine leadership, and we're shining a spotlight on it, I want to make sure that we're looking at the diverse expressions of feminine leadership. It's not just a woman who's a CEO at a company um, at a big corporation, not to say that your family's corporation or company isn't a big one, but you don't play that traditional, you know, masculine business world leadership role. You play, however, a super important, pivotal leadership role in your family, in your business, and even with your husband and your guys' dynamic Part of why, from what I understood from you, part of why it works is because he really respects your weight and you guys respect that dynamic, that balance of the feminine and masculine. What's your, what's your take on all of that? Like, what do you guys think about that? No, go. I, um, yes, to everything you said, um, there it's, it's, um, the dynamic between Billy and me is one of incredible respect, regardless of, uh, what we bring into the, the the family monetarily or energetically, we both know our gifts and we respect them in each other. I'm wildly uh, supportive of what he brings to the table with his talent, and I would never try to usurp any power from him in that arena ever. Um, and likewise, Billy knows where his strengths and weaknesses are, and so he turns and supports what I bring to the table. With our children, there's a there's a very important role that we play as father and mother. I can't teach my son how to be a, a man. Mm-hmm. I can't teach my daughter um, how a man should treat her. My husband can show my daughter the way he treats me and what I accept, and that sets a, a roadmap for her. She can determine to erase it later on or to stay with it. That's that's on her, but mm-hmm. she's seeing an, an example, and my the same re- in reverse for my son. Mm-hmm. So we both bring to the room a very clear, concise role of being completely Billy and what he brings as a man, but also what he brings as a human. Mm-hmm. Billy is half Japanese, half Portuguese, and so he brings a dynamic of having been born and raised in Tokyo, grown up in Europe to the table. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a Heinz 57, and I come from Oklahoma, and I bring a Southern mom's mentality into uh-huh. the room. And uh-huh. so there's, we bring who we are. We honor all of it. Seiji and Nobu, my daughter Seiji, my son Nobu, are both incredibly comfortable in who they are in their skin. And I think because there's never been this um, directive of this is who you will be, this is who you won't be. Mm-hmm. All we ever said was it costs you nothing to be kind. And if nothing is left on your back, then your kindness, you'll always have an entry. You always have mm. a ticket to enter. You've mm. got to be kind. And kindness, it once once expressed with authenticity, can erase a lot of pain. It doesn't mm. it doesn't necessarily um completely obliterate it. I mean, Hitler couldn't come around and said, so sorry, I'm kind now. But I'm saying <laughs> you must be kind, you must be good. And so the children no, they they're very comfortable and they don't have this. I am woman, hear me roar, or I am man, let me t- knock you down. And I'm not knocking the I am woman, hear me roar. I grew up in the 60s and 70s, so I don't need my mom coming at me with this yelling at me about Helen Reddy. So I, <laughs> I, uh, I, it, there's not there's there's not this discomfort. There's not a discomfort at all about wh- what the kids are, who they are. Say she isn't told to be more 
girly like nobu isn't told to be more masculine they didn't they weren't determined that you have to play this sport because you're a boy you have to mm-hmm. do this because you're a girl that was never brought up mm-hmm. because i'm the mom and i bring the feminine energy but i'm strong yeah and billy is a, a hairstylist with really long black hair all <laughs> steve aoki looking totally and he's working in a field where he's straight and and when he was coming into the field, it was questioned by some of his buddies, dude, right. you're gonna be a hairstylist? Are you do we need There's to know something? something? And it's like he's about? it's so it's it's the lines are are blurred. Right. We just walk in as Billy and Melissa. And I think yeah. that in order to bring whatever energy you're bringing, whether it's feminine or masculine, and for the sake of, of our conversation, the feminine energy, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You just have to be comfortable with yourself. For you really sure. do. You have for to believe sure. in yourself. Amen. Well, this is the conversation Heidi and I I have been having for like the last eight months because I think as you understand what you're good at and what you're strong at and what your strengths are and how your energy naturally resonates um, with the world, it's so much different. It's so much easier to play being you, mm-hmm. not having to be masculine or feminine, right. right? So I want to talk about a real live experience Heidi and I had with Melissa um, when we last saw her. Okay. Um, so there is... I guess it's a re a, a Chinese astrological reading kind yeah, of yeah it's a, yeah yeah, it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so it's like dog monkey cat cat monkey dog bear <laughs> friends Sheep, like rooster yeah rat. like you know everyone's a you know when you eat Chinese food and on the paper plate it says she that's so Melissa comes in and you give her your birthday so the day month time year year you're born and she puts this calendar together and it talks to you about how you vibrate with the world and now it's all like i think i get it but it sounds a little weird but i don't know if it's true but just do it right Hyde, how did you feel when you were like she was explaining it you know my take on all that kind of stuff is what the fuck do i know <laughs> i mean i see that nature has patterns built into it all over the place um it's part of what i love about nature and flowers and plants and trees. And there are even patterns in the economy. Um, So whether you're a scientist or a spiritual person, irregardless of that, I think it's it's undeniable that there are patterns at play. And so if someone comes in that they have dedicated a certain spell of their life, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, their lifetime, whatever, she's 75 years older than us. So it's clearly a long time (laughs) Um, to learning a 4,000 year old art or practice or philosophy. I don't know what you would call it. It's a science that when practice becomes an art. There you go. Mm. See, my slashes work out sometimes, Rena, because sometimes it really is a slash. That was good. I like Um, that. She makes fun of me because I say say and or all the time, and I'm realizing (laughs) I do. So sorry about that. I do. Um, But anyway, that's my feeling on it is like I just stay open-minded and I had respect for you. And so I was like, let's hear it. I'm excited. Uh, anything I can get more insights into kind of understanding myself or the things that might be uh, areas I could get tripped up, you know, that I could, that, that can give me tools to get past that. So yeah. I can be more inherently who I truly am at my core um, in my essence. That's, that's the most important tools I can get in life. So thank you. Absolutely. You know, I, being from the South, when I f- first started practicing feng shui and studying it, um, I had a lot of pushback from 
the people in the Midwest and the South where I'm from, yeah. they were really like, yeah, I don't know what she's doing out there. She goes to California. She gets all strange. They, didn't, they <laughs> weren't quite sure what it was. And what's a nice white girl like you teaching feng shui about? So I, they didn't understand it. The concept of feng shui literally is the way your body responds to nature. You, we all have an energetic DNA, and we are, are born with it from the moment you take that first breath. Of your born, that's the time you're recorded. That's a, you know you take your first breath as you come out, and that's when they record the time that you're born. It's not just the crowning of your head; it's that first breath. So that is once you've taken your first gasp on this journey, that has a thumbprint DNA of your energy, and that shows a it, the algorithm. If you looked at that DNA, that energetic DNA, that algorithm shows how you vibrate. You either vibrate like an EKG. You know, the hectic where there's AFib, or you are just you know monotone, like gently moving around, almost not like not a flat line, but just gently moving through life. And so, if you look at that, and you see someone who gently responds to life, someone who's who's as we say, type A, is going, what is wrong with you? Do you not like the gift I got you? Are you not happy? Did you not like my best friend? And the person says, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love you. It's fine. And you think they're not alive, so you're checking their pulse, <laughs> when it's really their energetic DNA. Mm. And so what I t- when I meet with companies or people or individually, I always tell them that your job, which is you know reminiscent of what we were just saying, your job is to own your own energy. Mm-hmm. And then you own your life. And once you've taken a full embrace of who you are and how you vibrate and what you bring into the room, taking ownership of that, only then can you begin to understand and appreciate and respect what everybody else brings to the room. Right. And, and so accept it. Accept it. Right. And realize that we're all vibrating at different levels. Some days I'm vibrating really high and happy, and some days I'm really low. Mm-hmm. And on the low days, it doesn't mean you pull the covers over your head. It just means that you recognize, like, I may be misinterpreting things. Maybe that guy doesn't have road rage, so I don't need to race up to him and flip him off. Maybe he's trying to get his wife to the hospital on time to deliver the baby. Maybe, right. you know, you just forgive a lot of stuff. That's the lesson in life. That's how we navigate around each other. And feng shui really was, a lot of people understand it as it is moving uh, furniture in your home, certain painting your walls, certain right. colors, and fi- you know, fixing your garden. But really, the, the original feng shui must be you. Mm. Because without you being energetically in alignment, the the furniture placement's all for naught. Mm-hmm. It, it means nothing, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can have this architectural digest house and still be jacked up <laughs> and not know how to treat people and have yes. crappy relationships with people personally and professionally and wonder why everybody else, well, what's going on? I drive a Lambo and I've got a cool house. That ain't enough, Daddy. Mm-hmm. You got to have more. You yes. got to dig deep. And so <laughs> you own this energy once, I, if you see it, and you can say, oh, this makes sense. This is how I approach people. This is why I respond to this. Then you can start taking ownership. You know, even in AA, it's not until the person stands up and says, hi, my name is John and I'm an alcoholic. Until he utters that first acceptance of who he is and owns what he he has done or who he is, will he ever be able to embrace his life? So it's it's in that same vein that it's accepting who you are, understanding it, and only then can you begin to progress, shine up the, the, the nice spots, and fill in the challenging spots and correct them if you can. I love that. I think that's a great place for us to take a break. We're going to come back a little bit more and talk more about that, about the accountability and, and some of the ways that you've learned and seen that um, expressed. Perfect. So thanks for being with us. We'll be back in a little bit on We Think Collective. Tita Meme, what did you want me to do again? Lily, my dream is to have a jingle saying for Meme Jewelry. Can you do it for me, please? Okay. 
If you're looking for love, then look no more. Baby, jewelry's got a lot in store. Your feelings are welcome, happy or sad. Come as you are, your heart will be glad. Baby, baby, come to Maymay, baby. The jewelry that loves you back. The jewelry that loves you back. Oh my God, Lily, that was perfect. Visit MayMayJewelry.com to find jewelry that loves you back. Enter code WTC Podcast for 15% off. That's MayMayJewelry.com or click the link in our show notes. Hi, it's Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network and producer of the We Think Collective Podcast. You know, in just about every episode, Heidi and Rena are either quoting from or discussing one of the latest books they've read or have been inspired by. Perhaps you'd like to read, or better yet, listen to these books for yourself. Well, we want to give you a free audiobook download just for listening to the We Think Collective podcast. Simply click the link in the show notes to audibletrial.com forward slash inbound, sign up for a free 30-day membership trial, and download any audiobook you want. If you decide to cancel your membership for any reason at any time, you keep the audiobook. Support the We Think Collective podcast by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. That's audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, 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 no. I just wanted to wake you guys back up because guess who's still here? (laughs) Who's here? Guess who's still here? Melissa Yamaguchi. Feng shui expert and energy therapist extraordinaire. Yeah. And she's teaching us that Feng Shui, honestly, when I first heard it, it was a book. And it was a book and it said, hey, you should put a red pot there or a red plant there or a blue chip there or face your bed a different way. That's how I knew Feng Shui. But honestly, and I've hung out with you so many times, today I'm hearing about Feng Shui in a different way and it's about owning your own energy because you said no flower in that corner will make your ugly energy shine. That's mm. right. You know, I'm from, in, in Oklahoma, they have a saying that just because you stand in a garage doesn't make your ass a car. So, um, <laughs> so we, we just, and that, that was originally stated because just cause a guy that's, that's when you're talking about someone who goes to church all the time and he's still mean. Right. So the, um, in, in, that's why I was saying to you earlier in feng shui, really a lot of people think, well, I can just make the house look a certain way and everything's mm-hmm. going to vibe, but it's not, I mean, it's not an F. It's not enough. It's mm. not enough to have, you know, I, I know the same, the same uh, respect, there's a lot of people who get a lot of plastic surgery and a lot of work done to their face, and then they don't maintain good health, and they don't take care of their skin, they don't wear sunscreen or whatever, and they wonder why they have to keep going back in or have to keep going back in for another stint mm-hmm. because they're not changing their diet. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it is feng shui or any practice, any discipline is a daily dedication. So I daily check my energetic pulse every day, and I have to take responsibility. And that's why, that's, that also I think is a really strong reason why the children and I have such great relationship. Mm-hmm. I apologize to them all the time when I screw mm-hmm. up. No, not out of guilt. Not like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I've heard that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I was being a jerk earlier. I snapped at you, and you had nothing to do with it. My energy's right. low, so I'm asking you to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And when they were, you know, three and four, and you hear this, I forgive you, this little bitty teeny voice. Can I have popsicle? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, uh, you, I think when they know that How they're do they valued, respond now, same way. I'll say, you know what? I didn't mean to snap. I'm sorry. And they're like, you know, we understand, mom. Thank you. 
Like they get it. They mm-hmm. and the same thing if they say to me, "I'm sorry, I'm having a bad day," and I say, "I got it." You're safe here. You have a safety net at home. Right. You know, you can't this doesn't fly with the police officer or a boss or a school teacher, but you know, you have a safety net cuz I'm teaching them how to take it, to how to own it. Mm-hmm. When Seiji, my daughter was I think eight, I started to say five, but I think she was eight. She came home from school one day and she said, um, I just need to go upstairs and take a shower. I have got to wash this day off me. She had not had a good experience at school and she knew that she had an opportunity to take her Epsom salt shower, a little Epsom salt water in the shower, rinse it over her body, rinse herself again and clean her herself of any toxicity that she had encountered at school. So, you know, I've had people say, do little kids understand this? Oh yeah, little kids get it. Little kids, they're so they're they're not they don't have a societal filter that we place on ourselves, and yeah, they so they're it. they're raw and they get it. They understand mm-hmm. energy really fast. Mm-hmm. So I, they've been I've been teaching this to my kids since they were in the womb. They get it. They get it far better than I do. Sometimes they remind me of stuff. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned about doing this work in corporate settings. Mm-hmm. How has that gone over? Like I'm trying to imagine a boardroom of like some suits. You know what I mean? And you're in there talking about energy because I even have certain friends where if I start talking about energy, they kind of chuckle and laugh a little because they're like, again, like yep. LA hippie, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, energy. Yeah. I've had I've had hecklers. I've had like the you know the Sesame Street Muppet characters in the balcony like heckling mm-hmm. me before, and mh. let's just sound. Like you know Myers Briggs. Well, uh, yeah, maybe it's the original Myers Briggs because it's mm-hmm. four thousand years old. So mm-hmm. it's an assessment, mm-hmm. uh, a personality assessment, an energetic assessment. And the way that I get around it is I ask them to tell me their birthday, and then when I start telling them about themselves, <laughs> they start choking on their own tongue because they right. realize that it's real. And so the, the fastest way to debunk a myth is by proving its its effectiveness. And so when I'm working with people, I don't go in and talk to them about that. The HR department, invariably somebody in the company would have seen me speak mm-hmm. or word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So then they, they'll send me the entire, the HR department sends me the entire team's birth dates. So I do my, my graphing before I get there. Mm-hmm. And then I place them in groups. And they, they, they wonder why they're all sitting in groups together, and then I start explaining how it works, and they're looking at each other like, oh, man, she's right. Like you seated a dog yeah. with a sheep and a yeah. horse and a... And then I break them out. I, I sit them according to their work energy. Okay. And then after I've talked to them about that, then I break them up into their social energy, and I say, and then I'll point out, you know, Steve and John weren't together over here, but they are here because at work they're very different, but they like to go out and have a beer together and play pool together because mm-hmm. socially they're very similar, but their work ethic is very different. Mm-hmm. So once they can see that, they see, uh, you know, there's, yeah, there may be something to all this, mm-hmm. they'll start listening. But I do get a lot of crossed arms. The toughest group I ever spoke to, ever, and all my years of speaking, and I've been speaking a long time, was the North American Association of Female Dentistry. Now, as though. You, there would be this micro, micro, microcosm of associations. It was a North American Association of Female Dentists. If you're out there, I'm open for another talk. <laughs> they, uh, they, they were very difficult at first. Mm-hmm. You know, dentistry is, is notorious for having the highest rate of, of doctors who commit suicide because right. it's such a depressing, you know, there's been a lot of studies on that. It's a, but And the females are shoved even further into a corner, but they right. do not have the same stigma. That the men do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, when I spoke to them, though, however, their arms were crossed, their ankles were crossed, 
I mean, it was, they were, they had had furrowed brow. They were so uninterested. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, who, I mean, this must have been divine intervention that I was brought in here because it doesn't look like nary a one of these fools is interested in me speaking. (laughs) But they were so blocked for me. So I asked them to unblock themselves physically, to open themselves up and cross everything and, and to, I took them through meditation to kind of break it down. Because even if you're sitting in silence, it removes a lot of that tense wall that you brought up. So I just took them through a little bit of quiet, and then I brought them back. By the end of the session, I had women throwing up their hands and saying, how about mirrors in the bedroom? What kind of sheets should I have? They were really into it. But in the beginning, it was a... You've got to... Because this is a seemingly hoodoo, woodoo, voodoo conversation without the knowledge behind it... um, you're going to meet a lot of resistance. And mm-hmm. so I have met tons of resistance. Um, but I've spoken to uh, an all-African um, Southern Baptist church. And I grew up in the South. Yeah. My mother marched. I knew exactly what I was walking into. These ladies had their beautiful hats on. And they were, <laughs> I think they thought they were going to save me. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> by the end, they said, I, I explained to them that if you have a belief system, mm-hmm. whatever that is, and the spectrum's wide, yeah. then this should make sense to you. Because energy emanates from the earth, and there are invisible waves of energy that are emanating from our earth at all times, and we're just navigating our way through it, sometimes bumping our toes into it, sometimes dodging like we're on the matrix. We're right. moving. Right. And so a lot of these, when I started talking to them and asking them what they believed in, and they were saying, oh, that's right, you know, I agree with you, again, at the end, we were sharing recipes and talking about our kids, and I, so it's, I think if you can connect with people from where they're standing... Because mm-hmm. what you see depends on where you stand. And if you can connect with people where they're standing, then you can penetrate. Mm-hmm. You can get into who they are. I let you guys talk when I first met you. Yeah, I let you talk. I didn't just take over the room because that is really an arrogance to, to assume that you're all going to accept me. I let right. you guys talk. I got to know you. I let you describe who you were. Tell me what you guys were doing before I ever started jumping in. You know, you can't swan dive until you know how deep the pool is. And so Mm -hmm. I just let you guys go. And that's what energy demands. It demands that you take an assessment, figure it all out, and either put the furniture a certain way or move you a certain way and Mm -hmm. and shift your words. I'm dealing with a client right now from a major, major, major company who's going through a really gnarly divorce. And I said, get me your ex's birth date and her attorney, and let's start to work. And he said, yeah, I get, take this person down. I said, no, 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 you're not taking anybody down. What am I, like an energetic hitman? We're not taking anybody down. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going to um, we're gonna use verbiage that will allow the person to hear. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta speak in language that they can hear you better. And so it's, I'm interested because he's, I'm interested to hear from him. I'll be hearing from him by the end of the week to see how it's shifting. Um, okay. Can I tell you something and be really honest? Yeah. So for the last five minutes, I kind of haven't really been listening to you because I've been thinking before (laughs) you guys, she came. So, no, Melissa and I were discussing my relationship strategy, and she said Mm -hmm. that my best match is a horse. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been thinking, and part of me wanted to grab my phone to see what years horses are, but I've just been thinking because... It's so true about how, and you guys may not think it's true. We can talk about this. Leave some comments. Let's go back and forth. Um, We'd love that dialogue with you. Uh, But once I really found out like what my energies are, are, and I I embrace them, and I really, really am conscious about it, uh, it shifted my perspective on who I vibrate with Mm -hmm. 
on this earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes the partners or your friends or sometimes even family members, like right. it, it gave me permission to say it's okay to let go, not because I don't like you or we don't like each other. It's because our natural energies just are not compatible. Right. You're just a pear on my apple tree. Yeah. 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 And, and that's been big for me, like really, really big. Yeah. And what I was listening to that really resonated with me was you said something about how energy is just kind of emanating from the earth. And I was thinking about the animals and mm-hmm. nature, right? And how the animals are in tune with that. Like they know when you things happen and all of the birds just turn in one direction at the same time. That's right. And then you started talking about owning your energy and creating the space for somebody else's and assessing and da-da-da. And I started thinking how, you know, this awareness of the energetic field and what's happening within ourselves, hopefully, you know, if we really learn more about it to be able to assess better what's happening with others, but also an awareness of what's going on on the earth in general, maybe that will empower us to move together better, to be moving in a more collaborative way as nature perhaps intended. And maybe it's just we've lost touch with this technology of communication, kind of. You know, people break up, get fired. Um Throw that throw the first signs of uh, like I'm leaving this this apartment whatever it is they terminate mm-hmm. via text. It's crazy, and it's such a chicken crap way of dealing with life. Some people but don't I, even do that, honey. Have yeah, you heard no, of they're just, they, they just ghost you. The latest yeah. thing they just ghost. And I I yeah that that is the. My generation's way of, of not dealing with something is through text because you don't have to see someone's face. I guess yeah. that this generation who grew up with texting you know, is just ghost all out. Yeah. So people don't know how to connect, but they can. Yeah. And then when they start seeing the reward from it, like you just mentioned something that's really important. It doesn't mean that I don't like you. It just means we don't vibrate. Like, that's okay. Right. And it's, it might it's just really be right okay. now. Like you were about to say, we don't vibrate now. Like it might be yes, it could this be just year, today. the energy is this that's way. Right. Or today, the energy is this way. And like you were talking about, even with your kids, if it's something like we're in business together. And so we've already decided we're going to be linked up in certain ways. We're doing a podcast, blah, blah, blah. We have commitments, mm-hmm. just like you have within a family, right? That's you, right. They, they're there. They have to see you, right? Mm-hmm. But there's ways that we can own our own energy with each other and be like, hey, I'm vibrating low today and I, I'm not going to be effective on X, Y, and Z. You know, I can work on this or that. And for us, even being able to communicate about that and have acceptance of each other with that, like you said, like it's a safe space. That's right. Um, and that's all right. There's other things that can be done and we trust the flow and we trust that it'll vibrate the right way in another time. It'll probably happen way faster than anyway. That's right. If there's room, if there's wiggle room, Mm-hmm. then you can make it work. Mm-hmm. If there's a time, but the, my job with a, as a teacher, mm-hmm. as a parent, has been always to teach my children that in spite of your vibration, mm-hmm. you still have to show up on some level. Mm-hmm. But having that conversation before, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not there today 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here, I'm going to, and I'll just, but I'll take out the trash because right. I can't, exactly. I, I don't think I can participate in the podcast. I don't feel strong. I don't feel, but so can I do something else? Right. Yes. I mean, I was at, a, at this photo shoot that I was talking to you about when I first came in that I was a part of. I wasn't at my, my best. I felt, you know, they wanted me there to help orchestrate it and design it um, and be a part of it. And normally, you know, help the model laugh. So I'll crack some jokes, <laughs> but I, I mean, I was like soupy sales or something. Like nothing. Everything was kind of falling flat. Like I, it just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I just decided just put on some songs. So I just put on music and dance for her. So I, could, it, I I'm didn't sure feel like funny. I was at my best, and it was okay. <laughs> 
Girl, my dancing ain't funny. I will reach across. <laughs> but yeah, get, you gotta got to give moves. everybody. You know what we do, and what we do in relationships is, th- and this isn't about boxing. Like somebody said, well, I don't want to be boxed into. You don't have to be boxed into right. it. Billy and I are very symbiotic socially, and our work energy is very, very. It parallels very beautifully. Mm. But when you cut down to who we are at the core and how we defend ourselves or how we fight through this life, we're opposite. Mm. He's running horizontally. I'm running vertically. We're totally different. And would we not understand energy the way we do? We may have not stayed together because we were constantly arguing. And I thought at the beginning of our relationship, truly, that the differences must be cultural. Um, I couldn't imagine why. First of all, and I couldn't imagine why neither one of us was willing to throw in the towel. But we stuck it out and stuck it out. And as I began to learn more about energy, I realized, holy heck! I mean, he's—we're just—we're we're vibrating in different directions. But I've got to learn how to respect him, and he's got to learn how to respect me. So now we own it, right? So we own that. Like he'll say, uh, his his uh, core energy is monkey. He'll say, Are monkeys having a bad day today, and I, they're like sucking <laughs> dirt, brother. And he's like, uh, <laughs> he just got it. He goes, I'm sorry. If, I, if I'm day. coming across as a jerk, I'm sorry. It's not, you know where my heart is. Let me just, uh, just give me a minute. So it's like so he just cute. goes to the gym or he swims. Like we we have to own it ourselves. And so you, you can be different than the person you're with, but not yeah. unless you're both evolving. Right. That yes. happens, right? Because I mean, I know people that are hardcore Republican married to hardcore Democrat or hardcore Catholic married to hardcore Muslim or whatever. It, whatever, whatever the differences are, as long as there's understanding of energy and how you're vibrating in between it and permission and forgiveness. That's, I mean, I'm speaking the language of Dr. Ruth and anybody who's ever talked about relationships. It's about honoring, respecting yourself first and then seeing and recognizing it in other people. I've just got a different nomenclature for it. Right. What do you wish more people knew or what would you, what would your wish be that people took as a step to start learning and understanding feng shui and this, this science of energy? It's a great question. Um, my my hope would be that, A, they would have a complete open mind and realize that it's not just relegated to a physical place, but it's a, it, it really does begin within. There aren't a lot of books out there that talk about that. However, mm-hmm. there are books about the, the uh, Yellow Emperor's Chinese Book of Medicine where you can study the balance of food. And it's very similar to books that you know you have talked to me about, The Plant Paradox and different books. It really talks about how there is an approach to food Ayurvedic practices talk about it. In mm-hmm. the breakfast, you shouldn't have these foods. If you have too much uh, pitta energy, you shouldn't eat the spicy food. It's like that. It's it's a very similar modality. It really is a, a very similar approach. Mm-hmm. I think understanding the food they're putting into their body, having being open-minded, and probably most importantly is taking full ownership. I mean, when someone's wanting to get better with her health and you tell her to journal what she's consuming, they don't get to leave off the Twinkie. They, you know, you got to put down that. Oh, I had a croissant. They've got to take. They've got to be honest with themselves about where mm-hmm. they are. So, where can they find their their energy? Like how? If you can find your energy online, there's a lot of companies online, a lot of sites online. Um, as we, as our internet world expands mm-hmm. to Mars, almost, you can find your energy online. Finding someone who can do an interpretation. Um, varies depends depending on where you are you know you can there are people locally who will do it there's people a lot of people in los angeles san diego san francisco and beyond in major cities who do it 
they can always contact this one chick I know named Melissa Yamaguchi. She's, that's the one she I kinda, was going to yeah. say. Is it Melissa Yamaguchi? Do you have a website? or? <laughs> yes, it's uh, Melissa Yamaguchi. And so oh, they can find Melissa that. Yamaguchi. Yeah, and they can also find me at Yamaguchi Lifestyle. And Yamaguchi is Y-A-M-A-G-U-C-H-I, exactly like how it sounds it would be spelled, P-S, but, but just even though my, all out there just in case. Even <laughs> though my daughter, when she was around 15 or 16, was lobbying to change it to G-U-C-C-I so she could sport Gucci. the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci gang. Um, it is not spelled like the Gucci gang. It's spelled like a Melissa with two S's, Yamaguchi.com or YamaguchiLifestyle.com. That's right. And then where do you advise people could go online if they just wanted to figure out like you did for us we got our chart kind of is that yes. what you would call it yes like, okay mm-hmm. i do the energetic chart and then we graph it mm-hmm. graph yeah. it out yeah they they're literally they can put in a full chinese horoscope okay and it'll and you can find places online that will share it and then good luck interpreting it um but if not go to melissayamaguchi.com yeah i've been doing i've been teaching feng shui for 20 years mm-hmm. and um I began really harnessing and drawing it in very tightly to the the self. Let's see here. Everything everything as a mother is gauged upon your children's ages. So we think <laughs> I think my kids were like 2 and 4. So it's been about 14 15 years mm-hmm. that I started really bringing it in and only focusing on self. Mm. Um again because I understood that no matter how perfect the environment was, you had to be right. Right. I love that so much. I, I really do. I mean, and taking ownership of what you're bringing to the table mm-hmm. and really being able to accept that, fully accept it is so important. We're going to talk about that more on our next episode um, for today. Thank you for this uh, brief introduction to feng shui an ancient 4,000 year old science that Absolutely. requires a lot more than a short podcast to understand. But at least now we know it's more than furniture arrangements. And I want to say one last thing, if I may. Yes, please. There's one, there's a, there's a, a there's a comment and a quote that we hear all too often that really is my pet peeve. And it's, you got to understand. No, you got to understand. That's just how I am. You got to understand. No, nobody has to understand. You are responsible for how others perceive you. And people say, well, that's not fair. You need to understand yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, how am I walking into this room? Do I have a chip on my shoulder? Am I in a bad mood? And I'm I'm trying to fake it until I make it? Because that doesn't work either. So when people say, you got to understand, that's just how I am. No, I don't have to understand. But what you need to understand, again, it's worth reiterating, is that you are responsible for how others perceive you. Mm -hmm. So if you're coming across and you're thinking, well, guys, everybody out of step with, everybody in the band out of step with the drummer? No. Look inside and figure out what's happening in your yeah. life. And I think that's the greatest gift that feng shui offers when you're studying the, the self is that it allows you to really move with ease. Your your birthright is joy. Right. You are meant to move through life with ease and joy and grace. You really are. You're not meant to stumble and fall and get up and wipe the dirt off and wonder why he's not calling you back and wonder why she doesn't love you. Whatever that is, that's not your that's not your place. Mm-hmm. Your your place is joy. So Discover what it is, own it, and then start navigating your way through it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going home a much better person today. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm going home a much better person today. Yeah. Because I'm so. owning that shit. <laughs> I, I do. 
If you have questions, uh, comments, please uh, leave them below or uh, you can email us or find us on Instagram at We Think Collective and check out our guest, MelissaYamaguchi.com. Thank you so much for being here, Melissa. Oh my gosh, it's an honor. Thanks you guys for tuning in too. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next episode and we'll talk more about taking accountability for our own shit. Boom. Bye.